Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. The historical stuff happens during the week, plus a modern cardinal on Saturdays. Sundays, we'll take a little bit of a break by covering some related topic, often as part of a multi-part Sunday series. Today is a Saturday, so we'll take a look at our 11th modern cardinal, Cardinal Anthony Pula. Anthony was born on November 15, 1961, in the village of Chindukar, located in India's Andhra Pradesh state. One of six children, Anthony and his family were at the bottom of India's caste system, falling into the category of Dalit, historically called untouchables. Now, technically, the Dalit are outside the caste system, and also technically, Negative discrimination based on the caste system was abolished in India in 1948, one year after the end of British rule, but it takes more than a few decades for the sort of affirmative action India now has in place to overcome millennia of discrimination, a fact that was driven home when I heard then-Cardinal-elect Pula describing how he had to drop out of school after 7th grade due to poverty. Fortunately, missionaries took an interest in him and helped him finish his education, and, well, he took some victory laps after that, winding up with a doctorate in philosophy, followed, yes, followed, by another four years of seminary for his theological training, after which he was ordained a priest for the Diocese of Kudapa in 1992 at the age of 30. Kudapa, in case you're wondering, is about a three-hour drive from his hometown, so a bit of a hike although technically in the same state of Andhra Pradesh. After a few stints as parochial vicar, which I'm pretty sure is basically synonymous with associate pastor, though folks can correct me if I'm wrong on that, Father Pula served as primary pastor of several successive parishes until he moved to the USA to take his education even further, studying clinical pastoral education at Bronson Methodist Hospital, then getting an additional master's from Loyola University in Chicago, which I assume goes on the big wall aside that doctorate of philosophy he got in the 80s. All the while, I should add, he continued serving as a priest in local parishes, at least, you know, local to where he was at the time. In 2003, he returned to India and was greeted by a slew of new responsibilities in his old diocese, including, appropriately for one with such an educational focus, Secretary for Education, as well as Vice Administrator of Schools, and also coordinator of the sponsorship program to boot. And, believe it or not, more beside. On February 8, 2008, he was elected Bishop of Kurnool, his home diocese, and his Episcopal motto is Good News to the Poor. He is absolutely interested in serving as a sign of hope for the downtrodden, and is their advocate as well, which is at least theoretically true of most church folks, but such a motto really rings true in his case. Alongside administrative responsibilities for the local bishops' conference, because it turns out India has subnational bishops' conferences, which makes sense given it functions more like a continent than a country much of the time, Bishop Pula served in a wide variety of roles focused around disadvantaged folks. In 2000, he was made Archbishop of the local Metropolitan See, that being Hyderabad, and following ancient custom, 
he received the pallium in Rome on the next June 29th, being the feast of Saints Peter and Paul. Just as a reminder, the pallium is to a tie what an overcoat is to a suit jacket, as in it's kind of a looser, chunkier version. Come to think of it, it's also made of wool, like a good proper overcoat, though I'd accept cashmere for that as well. The analogy isn't perfect, though, as the pallium is the signifier of an archbishop, and is therefore fancier than a tie. Of course, Archbishop Pula got another wardrobe upgrade the following year, in 2022, when he learned that he would be receiving the red hat. Amusingly, the friends who broke the news to him apparently weren't the world's best English speakers, so he initially thought they were simply confused, until he saw the video of the announcement for himself. Pope Francis found just the place for him in the Dicastery for the Service of Integral Human Development. Cardinal Pula is a native speaker of Telugu, the main language of his home state, and has written several songs in that tongue. Like many Indians, he is also fluent in Hindi and English as well, and I saw several other languages listed for him, but I am focusing on what I have multiple sources for. I think it's also worth noting that, according to Salvador Miranda, one of my absolute go-to sources, Christians, and in particular Catholics, are disproportionately represented among the Dalit, aka untouchable, class in India. Looking forward, Cardinal Pula is eligible to participate in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2041. That's enough for today. We'll have an episode on a special topic tomorrow, and next Saturday, our contemporary cardinal will be Cardinal Ambongo Basungu. See you tomorrow, or see you then. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.